thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Related Views Podcast with Fig and Little. Related views, because, you know, we're related. A weekly podcast with Gen X versus Millennial views through lived experiences with life lessons we've learned along the way. It's the little things that make the biggest difference. You are now on with Big and Little. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Related Views Podcast with me, your host, Ken, a.k.a. Big, and my co-host, Tony, a.k.a. Little. Don't forget to hit us up on social media on Instagram at Related Views. If you want to email us, it's relatedviews at gmail.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe. Most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. This week's episode, Growing Up. Tony, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Ken. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am doing pretty good. It's a great day out there. It's going to be 50s today. I'm looking forward to getting out. And it's supposed to be 70 things. in a couple days. Yeah. You yeah. like the weather? I saw it all yeah. 68, but that's basically yeah. 70. Yeah. It's the one away from 69. We're, we're what, 24... 30, 30 something hours from uh, from a snowstorm, an ice storm, right? Or snow, ice, sleet. Yeah. And now we're talking fifties, and yeah. So so I, let, so, so seeing that that that's part of my weekly positive. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll jump on that in a minute. Uh, weekly positive. Let's get started. What do you got? You're already skipping. <laughs> Oh, weekly positive. What do you got for me? So I was going to talk about, so I guess I'll talk about both. You know, one just hit me. I was going to talk about how I ran. I've been getting up and running every single morning. I ran five miles yesterday, paced to the 844 mile. It's fastest and longest I ever ran. But as I think about that, I think even bigger on Saturday, I went up to the Appalachian Trail in Salisbury. I climbed, um, Bear Mountain. So that's my positive. Bear Mountain is the highest peak in Connecticut. So yeah, I did it during that storm. You did that during the storm? During that storm, my dog. It was so cold. It was ice all over the place. How how tall? I mean, how long did it take you to hike up this mountain? Up up and down. The whole loop was like, I don't know, three hours maybe. I have it saved in my phone. Roughly three, three and a half hours. Oh, wow. My feet were killing me. There's one part where you have to like hands and knees or hands and feet uh, climb up. And it was just a sheet of ice. It was so hard. Wow. Uh, so, so is that just like a red, just like a regular trail, a regular hiking trail, but, but it was more difficult because yeah. you were doing it during a storm. Yeah. 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 It, it's a tough, it's a tough loop. Um, like I said, it's the highest peak in Connecticut, uh, yeah. but, but it was good. I, I needed that. I, I've been getting out and being really active lately. Mm. Nice. Yeah. What's yours? What you got? So my weekly positive is, you know, the clock's changed. Days are getting longer. Weather's getting nicer. And and I know it's golf season is right here. It's right around the corner. It may even be this, you know, later this week if it does hit 70. But uh, I got out uh, two days to the driving range, hitting nice. some balls, you know, getting back into it. Uh, uh, Feeling good doing it, but now feeling it, 
you know, everything was a little sore this morning, waking up, you know, my back, my shoulder. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, last year was such a mild winter that, you know, we golfed probably twice a month, you know, every other week we were golf, even though is in the winter that some of the courses were open and we would still go golf at, you know, 38 to 45 degree type thing. But this year we haven't played since before Christmas. I mean, it's just, yeah, nothing's it's been, been open. Terrible. Yeah. It's been a, been a tough winter. So yeah, so that's my weekly positive. Just getting excited. Springtime, you know, I'm 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 like a flower kid. Springtime. Yeah. Oh yeah, I around the corner. Yeah. You brought up daylight savings now. I just noticed on my I changed all my clocks and I went over to my uh, my stove and I realized I never changed it months ago. So <laughs> right back to where it needs to be. <laughs> I used to have a car. I used to have a car that I never knew how to change the clock, and nor did I. I mean, I guess if I okay. if I if I looked, you know, figured it out, I used to just calculate in my head the one hour difference all the yeah. time. And then, you know, for six months out of the year, it was right. But, You're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so, you know, last week we, uh, you know, we were talking about a few things and I said to myself, there's a lot more we could have talked about. And that, oh, just that just that one episode, just talking about, you know, our childhood and growing up and and just how different it was. You know, we talked about putting, you know, filling the tool, the kids filling the toolbox. But, you know, just as we were having that conversation, I thought to myself, our our two childhoods were so completely different and not that far apart. And and I got to wondering why, 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 where did everything change? I mean, why did everything change? And immediately I thought, oh, it must've been the internet. You know, it must've been, you know, social media. That's, that's what changed things. And I was surprised. I was really surprised when I went back and looked and I remember all this and it was well before you were born, but you know, there were, there were, they, they call it almost a perfect storm between not social media, but media and things that have yeah. things things that happen. Well, you, you know, see so, so much of it now. Like that, like you wouldn't. How many years ago did you have to wait to get the news? You know, now it's yeah. like that. Like we know yeah. what's going on over, you know, with Russia, Ukraine. You know what's going on anywhere in in the world yeah. in a split second. So, like, I guess, and that I think they they kind of harp the media harps on the fear too because that's what gets their ratings. So then we're all wow. Well, my kid can't go out. You know, so that that changed a lot. But I also think even like your, like we talk about how like it skips every generation. Like your generation, I think saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like had had a free for all. You know, so you saw how bad it can get. You're like, oh man, I don't want my kid to go through that. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. It really wasn't that. I mean, could you imagine? And I'm just going to give you just a scenario here for a minute and it could because i would been thinking about this episode just like things that my my mother if she was cleaning the house it didn't matter what day it was and she would tell all us kids get out of the house don't don't come, come yeah. don't come back till dinner right get out of here don't come back till dinner you know i've got things to do and we would leave and we would she had no idea where we were no yeah, where idea where did you go i don't care get out yeah and and it was even Everybody had a dog. And I was thinking, how many times I got bit by people's dogs in the neighborhood, right? <laughs> Everybody had a dog. Nobody leashed the dog. No one had a dog fence. No one had a fenced-in yard. Everybody bought a dog. They fed the dog and opened the door. The dog ran outside and played with the kids. Just like we did. 
I mean, if you look at you look at old stuff like Little Rascals and things like that, there was a dog, right? There was PD. Yeah. There was always a dog. So, because, so maybe maybe it's like the like the um the era of lawyers. Like everyone's suing everyone now. So maybe it's just like that. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to get sued. Like we brought. I think we've talked about that in the past episode. Last yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I honestly. You, you know, when I went and looked it up, and I'm just going to quote a few things here because I, I did a little research on it. But in 1983, uh, a shift arose from the increased awareness of child abductions, right? It was uh, uh, Adam Walsh in 1983. Uh, you know, he disappeared. And his father, John Walsh, you know, went on this this whole crusade. Um, and that... He, there was a movie. I mean, really, at the end of it, I don't want to get into a whole thing, but there was a movie, a made-for-TV movie, right, that that came out, and it depicted his child being abducted, and that's kind of what started parents being, like, it was happening everywhere, but when people didn't see it, you know, or they weren't hearing it firsthand, um, I can remember as a kid, like, you know, oh, there was a scare in the neighborhood, there was a there was a, a van at the at, at the grocery store or whatever, or you know, creeping in the neighborhood, and you know, everybody was notified, you know, as one way or another. But the next day, nobody remembered. I mean, nobody even remembered that that van went. It wasn't like we all said. You were on high alert for that day. Yeah. Yeah, it was just that day. The next day, no, get out of here. Don't come back till dinner. I mean, if we went missing. As a kid, if we were actually abducted as a kid, nobody was going to know for hours. I mean, we, we could have been all the way <laughs> hey, out. Didn't, didn't we have a kid? <laughs> <laughs> like a dog uh, drags you into the woods. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just it was just crazy when I think about it. And people put this stuff up on you know on Facebook all the time, and and I laugh because it's it, it was you know if I could remember running home like. You know, the first few times as a kid, you know, you scrape up and you bleed. The first time you bleed, you know, you and you go and you think it's the end of the world. And they're like, what are you doing? Get back <laughs> out there. Yeah. Throw a little mercury. You know what they did was they had this stuff called mercurochrome. And I don't know what was in it, but they would put on it and it would burn like heck. Like literally. So what anytime was it, called? It, it was <laughs> called <laughs> mercurochrome. <laughs> And, and it was this red, it, it red. I must add alcohol. It was this red. Been alcohol. rubbing alcohol. He used to put on it. It used to hurt like heck. So when you got a cut, you're like, man, I ain't going home and getting that stuff put on. They did that on purpose. <laughs> it kept yeah, you. Now we got hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. It doesn't even yeah. burn anymore. Yeah. I mean, kids are soft. <laughs> if it happened in the summer, right? All you did was jump. Everybody had a pool. And the, the only chemical they used to clean the pool was either chlorine or bleach, right? Yeah. And either or was going to clean that cut out perfect. You know, <laughs> you cut your hand, you ran to somebody's pool and you rubbed it, you ran your hand in the pool, you're bleeding in their pool, right? You're cleaning out your cut. <laughs> Those are the days we used to, you, you didn't go home for a drink. You, you, drank, you drank from the hose. Oh, yeah. Hose. And there's this distinct taste of, of, of water. A little bit of like metallic or something. I, dude, I did all that. Like, I'm not that far off. Like, I did all that. Now, now did, did they have, well, I know they had gaming systems. Were you a gamer as a kid? I mean. um, Not like hardcore. I mean, I, I was into Halo. Even before that, I would play like all the WWF back when it was WWF games. Yeah. Um. Played like Ratchet and Clank when it came out. I had the place. I had like a Nintendo, and then I sold all that and got an N sixty four because I really liked all the Mario stuff and Goldeneye. Yeah. And then 
a PlayStation, and then we got a PlayStation 2, and that's kind of where I ended for a while. Um, and then I got back into it years later. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I guess I game. I, I, I even game now. So and now, was it something that kept you in the house? Now I know, oh, yeah. I know you you were involved in gymnastics and things like. So you were you were very active. Yeah. You know, my you know my kids were in sports. They were active. Um, they didn't play outside as much as I did, uh, and and I think because organized sports when I was a kid was just a seasonal thing. Yeah. Right. And parents were generally not involved. Right. So you had football in the fall, like junior football, but everything was uh, close to where you lived. So uh, your junior football, your little league baseball, all that stuff was all at the elementary school fields where like where you lived. So your elementary school where we live, you know, in Wall where we grew up in Wallingford, right? Every elementary school was in a mile from that's why we have like 15 or 20 elementary schools. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm sure that's over exaggerated, but there were so many elementary schools, but that's they were all very they were within walking distance. Yeah. Right. So when you'd sign up for baseball, they they would give you out a form in school and you'd go home and your parents would sign it. And then they would tell you, oh, show up at the field and, you know, you would get a schedule and a hat and a shirt, you know, and, you know, your parents really weren't involved in it. They would come to some games, but usually they were working like our parents worked and those games were in the afternoon. You know, same with junior football. You practiced every day, you know, so organized sports was all really, you know, parents weren't really involved in it. Um, yeah. You were just at the mercy of, of coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I think parents are so involved, even as a coach now, like parents are so involved. Um, yeah. Speaking of a good thing, but. Speaking of parents being involved, one of my things, you know, that I looked up and, and I was laughing hysterically and I really want to read this to you. Uh, this was number four of the perfect storm, but it said in the late nineties, the first of the millennial generation began going off to college and my colleagues at Stanford university and many other universities all began to notice a new phenomenon parents on the college camp campus, virtually and literally like all of a sudden the parents were, were showing up to bring kids to co college and, you know, showing up and being coming and getting the kids laundry and, you know, making sure they had food in their fridge, like shopping. For, it was like, are you kidding me? My parents like, did that a little bit. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they helped me out. I remember going to college. They're like, yeah, do good. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the house. <laughs> Don't Goodbye. come back. See you later. Yeah. No, nobody cared. Yeah. Well, I was about to have the cleanest house forever. <laughs> I mean, I, you used to, we used to go down to the Cumberland Farms and get it like a whole bunch of milk crates and that you could do anything with milk crates. Right? You can make tables, benches, seats, everything. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. You got milk crate challenge they do. They make like stairs and you got to climb them. <laughs> no. like, the last one is like 15 milk crates. <laughs> I hate to get all the way to the top to find out it wasn't going to work. Well, that's the thing. At the top, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 watch one of those. Uh, <laughs> People getting hurt can be so funny. When they're so stupid. <laughs> I mean, e even as far as when you got a little older for spring break, right? I mean, I remember spring break just being like 
so unorganized. Oh, yeah. spring breaks in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, who's got a car? Let's go. Like there was, there was Where are we no plan. We'll figure it out. Yeah, nothing. There was no plan, and you went there and figured it out. Like you just found people and you just crashed in their room and and whatever. But I mean, just today things are just so different, so yeah. different. Yeah. So that I wanted to, I, I I wanted like like I know how it was for me. I just wanted you just to give me like a little scenario of you know, what a typical day in, 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 in Tony's life, besides your, you know, organized sports, like you had yeah, a yeah, yeah. day. I, I ran around the neighborhood a lot. I was outside a lot. I mean, I remember this is kind of stupid, like down the street from our house, we had a field and basketball courts. And at the time there was huge bushes with like white, or what was that? Like um, poison sumac trees in it. Yeah. The way they like little, like two and a half foot tunnels, like underneath. And we used to like crawl through those. We'd have bugs on us, dude, covered in sumac. Like we did such stupid stuff. Um, I used, we used to like walk to stores. We'd walk all over the place. I one time rode my bike because I wanted to go see this girl that I, I was dating from Wallingford to Southington. It took like three hours. Um, got there, hung out with her. And then I called my mom for a ride. And she's like, where are you? How'd you get there? She was so pissed. I didn't want to ride back. It we used to hitchhike. Long. That's insane. I, I never. I don't think I've ever. I've never hitchhiked as a kid. Like in college, I jumped the back of a couple of truck beds to like get to parties, but yeah, never as a kid. I think we were kind of no, afraid to. Yeah, I can remember a hitchhike. I was not young, you know. Obviously, yeah. I was probably high Maybe school. I, high school. Yeah, yeah, I did hitchhike in high school. Actually, I yeah. in high school I was hanging out with this this kid Tyler. Um. And we were, we, his, we stayed at his house because his parents were like gone for a week. And we went like four towns over and had a good time, this and that, blah, blah, blah. We ended up at McDonald's at like two in the morning, no ride home. We sat there for an hour asking people for rides. And finally, this one kid's like, You really don't have a ride home? I'm like, no. He's like, Where do you live? And he's like, East Grand. He's like, Oh my God, that's like a half hour away. <laughs> so he, he drove us back. And to get into Tyler's like road, there was, um, uh, like an island in the middle and it was like three in the morning the kid's tired so he, he takes the left and he's going down. I was like hey watch out there's a <laughs> 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 like, <rip> the <laughs> it was a what a rib like, what Thanks. <laughs> what <laughs> i said what was that a ribbed what he like ripped the bottom of his car out <laughs> over this like <laughs> island he drove over. Oh, oh, oh. the island, yeah. Uh, there was like a curve I around it, you know, like, like bushes. He ran right through all of it with like a Honda Civic two door. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We, we ran around. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I can remember Kenny going to stay at his friend. Joe's one night and he uh I get a call at like two in the morning from a cop, a Wallingford cop. He says, Oh, he says, I've got your son here. And I'm like, oh no, like what's what's wrong? What happened? And he goes, Well, he's riding his bike down on Route Five. And I'm like, Okay, but what did he do? Well, he didn't do anything. I'm like, Well, why are you calling me? He says, Well, you know, I, I pulled over because I it's two in the morning and there's two kids riding down the street on their bikes, and I'm like, 
okay, but did he do it? Did they do anything wrong? Like he was, you know, it, it was it was just one of those like you know he probably shouldn't have been there, you know. And I probably had a conversation, yeah, had a conversation with him, but it's not something I didn't do when I was, you know, yeah. I used to go go sleep out at sleep over at other people's houses when I was. You know, back before we we drove, right? When I was in high school, we would take our bikes and we would go and you know, go off and venture and do things. It's just part of growing up, right? And the the the, the this police officer just could, could not get over the fact that I was okay with him. Like, well, if I had a kid, I wouldn't want to yeah. ride. Like, hold on, hold on. Let me start over. I feel like you're not hearing me. I have your kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was riding his bike. Are, are you not getting this? And he said to me, "Well, what do you want me to do?" And I said, well, nothing really. Just tell him to go home. And he's like, you really want him riding home? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he's fine. He got there. He can get out. <laughs> that that That's one of those things where, you know, he probably didn't encounter that. And he probably expected a parent on the phone to be like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm going to be yeah. right down. I'm going to kick this kid's butt, you know. But that, that's, I know you wanted to hit on it, like. You got to let kids figure it out or else they can't do it as adults. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I was in so many situations where I looked around like, oh, my God, how did I get here? Like, I got to get myself out, you know, yeah. and like yeah. I figured it out. And that's another tool for my toolbox. And, and yeah. like, if you never have to do that, then you don't know how to get out of situations. And then like you just kind of back up and let it burn, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's some really important things, I think, is like just teaching your kid how how to use a map, like yeah. how to open up a map and figure out how to get somewhere. How to use a compass. I mean, if you're, if you're walking, if you're outside, how do you know, you know, just by where the sun is or where it's coming up and going like things just, I mean, I know, I know things most people would be like, Oh, I know how to do that, but like how to actually use it. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. like literally if, if, if there's generation today, these young kids, they lost their phone, they would not know how to do anything. Like yeah. literally that, that phone does everything for them. So, True. well, how know. many of my friends don't know how to like change a tire, how to change their oil, like simple things. Like I need to bring my, my car for an oil change. I'm like, just do it. Like, it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Or yeah. Do it yourself. A lot of do it yourself stuff, but people like, and I understand people not doing that, you know, like, like there'd be, you know, a little bit of nervousness with that, and, yeah. you know, owning a computer business too. I've got people that call me and say, Hey, I, you know, like I bought a new webcam. Can you come, you know, install it for me? Where most people right. say, look, it's plug and play, just plug it in. And, but you know, there's a little bit of anxiety there. And, you know, yeah. I understand that for, 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 for some people, but, but even as well, far maybe, as like, real quick, before you move on, maybe that's, maybe we've switched to that mentality. Like maybe more because of that, you know, now people are like, I'm afraid to do this, so I don't want to try in case I fail. Where more of yours is is like, if you just jump in, you could figure it out, probably. Yeah, I, I think it's what, a failure. I, I, think, I think today it's what kids saw their parents do. I, yeah. I think, and they follow suit with that. So, so as 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 us being kids, um, we had like we had everybody would get a car and that was like a big deal. And then next thing you know, you'd be at your friend's house and you'd have the hood up and everybody'd be like, you know, and if you were going to do something to the car, five people or six people would all be there. You're going to do an oil change. So that's how we kind of figured out how to do those things. Right. And then yeah. as we became adults, it was what, you know, what do we feel comfortable enough doing? What would I rather like, what is my time worth? 
Yeah. Right. So, and I'll give you a, for instance, like I, what I make on my business an hourly rate. So if I go out and work, I know what I make. So if I need to put a toilet in, say I need to replace a toilet in my house and I say, okay, I got to take the time. I go to drive the home Depot or wherever. And I pick out a toilet and I get it in the car and I bring it home. Then I start taking this, this toilet off. And then I'm like, Oh, I need this, this part or that part or a ring, or I need this special tool or whatever. It's usually one more trip back to the home Depot or to the hardware store to get something else. Maybe a different braided line or different, you know, anything. And then by the time I'm done, it's like three or four hours of, you know, and I say to myself, if I was out fixing somebody's computer or, you know, working on a network somewhere, it would have cost me a fraction of what I made, would have made doing that. So yeah. in that case, I'd rather just pick up the phone and say, hey, can you come over and do this for me? Somebody will come. They have all the tools on their truck. They're in and out of there in a half hour or 45 minutes. My toilet's working. And, you know, so so I pick and choose on those things. Like, could I have done it? Sure, I could have done it. But, you know. I, I think it, it my time was better spent paying somebody to do that. Right? Yeah, 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 or I yeah, can yeah. go off and do something. It's going to take you so much longer to figure it out. Yeah. 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 But certain kids that grew up watching their fathers work, and I see this today. Like I knew friends that their fathers, you know, had regular jobs, but their hobby was working on cars. And these guys had the fastest sports cars. Yeah. You know, like Chevelles and 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 Camaro. You know, the and nice engines. It sounded great. And to this day, I still am friends with these people on Facebook. They're doing it with. They've done it with their kids. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. a generational thing that they enjoy doing. You know, am I going to go out and change the oil on my car? No, it's going. I, I pull it into the dealership and let them do it. Right. Well, yeah, I guess. Them. Like, are you going to bake bread from scratch every time you make it? You're just going to go buy bread. Yeah. 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 You know, and another point I want to make, too, is, is traveling, um, which I think is a, is a big deal. Like for I think it's important that our kids learn to be able to navigate a bus or a train station, you know, a bus, a train, a, a plane. Now, I can't say overseas. I would have loved to have been gone overseas when I was younger to figure out how to navigate that. I've never gone overseas. So mm -hmm. someday I will, and I'll figure out how to navigate it. Uh, but I really think it's important, you know, for people, because I can remember taking my first bus trip, my ver my first train ride, my first plane ride. And I could remember going, and, you know, a lot of that was before stranger danger, right? So you yeah. could go somewhere and you'd say, Hey, it's my first time. Just tell me where, where do I need to go? What do I need to do? And just communicate with other people and just get a lot of great advice and then figure it out. So the next time you go back, you're like, oh, I know how to do all this. Right. Where I think if for most most young kids today, if we were to say, OK, take the train to New York, they'd be like, oh, yeah, how do I do that? You know, where do I get a ticket? Where do I go? Uh, and I just think it's important that that you know, smaller things that, that we learn those things that we may not use them every day in life, but we're going to use them sooner or later. Yeah. Have you ever, have you figured all that? Have you taken a bus trip, a train trip? Uh, I know you've flown many times. Oh More yeah. I, I travel. I've never gone overseas. Like I've, I've gone all over the U S I've gone to Mexico, Puerto Rico. Like I could figure that out. I lived in new Haven for a couple months and I figured out the bus system. Like, yeah. You just get on it dark and figure it out, and you're gonna mess up the first couple times. But then you're like, okay, don't do that again. You know, don't take yeah. the bus all the way down the line because it doesn't come back. <laughs> like, 
again, like you're going to mess up, but you got to be okay with the failure. And that's how you learn. You learn in that failure. Yeah. Yeah. And even navigating in another country, like, you know, you go to, like I, we, we've been, I've been in Canada many times, you know, I used to go to Mon Montreal. I had relatives that lived there and we'd go down and get on the subway system and, you know, start talking and saying, does anybody understand me? You know, because they speak yeah. French in Montreal just to figure out the subway system. Look, we want to go to St. Catherine Street. Where do we get on? Like people are always happy to help, you know? And I think that's just a great form of communication, being able to go somewhere else and just having that because, you know, kids today, they're growing up. Don't talk to strangers, right? Don't talk to anybody you don't know. Stranger danger, all that. But really, I think you, you gain a lot of skills talking to people, asking people, figure out how to ask questions, how to ask the right questions, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's all the more you do, the more you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else? What anything else in your childhood you think was different than mine? <laughs> That's the problem. I feel our childhoods were more similar than mine are to the generation yeah. now. Yeah. Like I don't know exactly when the switch is, but I mean, like I think kids, I mean, parents really take care of their kids now, like all of them. Yeah. You know, I I had by the end, <laughs> I had a BMW that was so beat up by the end of it. Like the windows didn't work. Like, oh, I door remember didn't, this car. Yeah, the door didn't <laughs> work. It was all keyed up. And like, that's what I drove around. I remember like, like pulling up and being like, no, no, no you got to get in through my side. <laughs> yeah. How, um, how funny, how funny is that? Like uh, you're probably the last of the generation. We used to drive cars like that. The front end, you'd be going down the road. The, the thing would want to take left and right. And the, the yeah. And we were like, how many, that. How many of my friends lost their power steering? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something would go bad on the car. You would just keep going. You would just keep, you know, because it was getting you to school, right? To your friend's house, to a party. To it work. was better than not getting around. Yeah. 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 I, had a, I had a buddy. He, he just got this like old SUV for like a thousand dollars. He was first, it's like first couple of days. Like you want to go off road? I'm like, yeah, I want to go off road. And <laughs> so we found these power lines. He's ripping through it, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So we get back to this girl's house we were hanging out with. We realized he had a flat tire and I'm like, you know how to change it? He's like, yeah, I know how to change it. So he, he jacks it up on like the, the jack that comes with the car, you know? It's it's not a real one. It's yeah, it's the like first a, mistake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got it up there and then he goes to loosen the tire after he already jacked it up. You know, you're supposed to do it while it's still Oh yeah, out. yeah, because the tire's just gonna spin. Well not, well not that. He did it and the whole car shifted and the jack slipped and punctured his gas tank. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had to call the fire department. Like <laughs> there's gas leaking down the road. Oh, you gotta call EPA. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And that, that's the mistakes I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, like he learned, don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny thing is, you, you just talk about just learning from those little mistakes. I mean, yeah. back in the day, everybody would jack up a tire first without loosening it up. How, but, let me ask you this. But, Have you... But, but, but the trick was, if you did that without looking like a fool, you could go over and put the emergency brake on. And then go back and twist it because all the tires would be locked up with the emergency brake on, right? So it didn't make a difference. Yeah. Well, if you knew that, you know, who would yeah. know that? If you, you know, if you didn't well, you know, learn. The, that's how you learn from those. Yeah, mistakes. but if you didn't yeah. know the first thing, how would you know the second thing? Yeah. You know. But yeah. I, let me ask you this: Have you ever uh, put this soap in the dishwasher? 
No, no, no. I never did. I was, but but I've seen people. I've seen. I did that once in college. That, yeah. I would suds like three feet through the whole apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned not. To- yeah, yeah. You learn that. <sighs> anyway. Uh, what was the last thing? There was one more thing I was going to uh, get on. Oh, we're just going to talk about like like um, media and social media. So, uh, you know, as for TV growing up, like literally we had like five channels, you know, it was the ABC, CBS, NBC, and like two other, I think PBS and something. That was it. I mean, that's all you got. Everybody had antennas on their roofs and, you know, you, you had tinfoil on things. It was, you know, you did everything you could to get, you know, TV. And it wasn't until probably I was like 11 or 12 till we got our first cable TV, right? So we had a box with like, you know, 10 buttons on it. That was it. And it, the line, the, 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 it was wired to the TV. So, you know, like literally somebody's coming by, you could pull it and trip them, you know, as they, as they walked by. Um, where, where today there's like a million channels, right? And, and it's not even, it's all through, through the internet now, right? It's not even, yeah so so just just imagine as a kid growing up where okay the only thing on is the news right i'm gonna go outside and play versus now i could have every cartoon at my hands right i could plug in my playstation my xbox there's no reason there's no reason for kids to leave the house it's very easy to waste time now yeah the playgrounds the playgrounds, you know, that 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 are out there that as kids we used. I mean, we would get there early so we could get on a field or, or whatever because they were going to be used. You know, today are, are, are like ghost towns. Like the kids don't go to any of the – and if they do, the only playgrounds they do go were the playscapes and it's the young kids and it's the parents right over them watching them like – or yeah. maybe even holding their hand. I, I've been to the playscape where I see the parents running through the playscape with their, like they can't even let their kid go up on that. Like they're literally up That's on the place game with their kids. Yeah. yeah. And I say to myself, Oh, these poor kids. Right. I mean, how are they going to learn anything? Yeah. Had, had that cop called their parents and be like, what bring them home right now. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the parent that he thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just sad. I just think it's, I think it's sad that the, the kids, I mean, because they're if they're not outside, in, they're not exercising. Yeah. Right. Parents and I are think, doing them an injustice. They're not helping them grow up. Yeah. They're yeah. not giving them the tools for their toolbox. Yeah. They need to turn in off the opinion. TVs, turn off the internet. I mean, you can't even turn off the internet now because your cell phone gets free internet. I mean, yeah. there was a time where we could shut off the internet in the house, you know, and used to be routers that I used to configure for people that at 10 o'clock or 1030 at night, it would shut off and it wouldn't turn on until 6 a.m. Right. So, you know, the kids couldn't get on it at night. So, yeah. Uh, which leads, I guess this leads us now into our, we're running we're running right on time today. <laughs> uh, this brings us to our life lesson. Uh, so this week it's mine, and it's just exactly what we've been talking about all along, but I think it's really important to say uh, it's okay to let your child struggle. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a good I, – I think it's good to let your child struggle. Right? I, 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 I've probably made this mistake in my life, 
right? With my own kids, like being there and jumping in. And as an adult, I look back, I say, you know what, maybe I should spread this word and just say, hey, like for me as a kid, the struggles that I had made me who I am today. It made me a stronger person. It filled my toolbox. It made me savvy to a lot of things and helped me be successful in my life. And and I don't know um, if I've taken any of that away with my own kids saying anything away from them, you know, being there, being that parent that says, oh, let me get involved. You know, there were times I used to tell my kids, you figure it out, go figure it out. But I would have to get involved because other people's parents were involved and people's parents would be calling the house and, you know, getting involved. And I used to say a lot of times, why can't we just let these kids figure it out? I mean, is it really that bad if these kids, you know, figure out how to do this? But yeah, um, I, I, I think it's so important to tell people, you know, just let your kids struggle a little bit. It's okay. It's going to make them stronger. It's going to give put tools in the toolbox. Yeah. Well, that, that, like we talked about, that pain is a privilege. It's, it's how you learn. It's how you grow. It's, it's everything. Yeah. You have to endure it if you're going to grow up. And yeah. And, yeah. I don't know what the generation, what this generation growing up, what it looks like. You know, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I don't know what, um, what struggles they have, you they know, and what struggles that. they're going to face. They all just seem dead inside. <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's like everything is done for you. You know, we used to watch movies as a kid, right? And, you know, you say, oh, here's the future. And you would get up and you'd press a button and and a big roast would come out of the, this thing on the wall. Like it was all, and it was all futuristic and we laughed. But realistically, you think today, I mean, you, you're pressing buttons on a computer and food could show up at your door. I mean, you, you literally never have to leave the house. Yeah. Everything you could have could be delivered to you. Yeah. yeah, it's creating lazy people. Yeah, yeah. Got to get out. Get out and exercise. Hike hike what mountain? Bear Mountain? Bear Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've been the most productive. I've been my entire life this past couple of weeks. Yeah. Just got nice. this new sense of need to do better in my life. And it looks good on you. I mean, you look much healthier. You know, you look happy. So that's yeah. good. Thanks. I am. I'm very happy. Yeah. So. Well, anyways, yeah. That was... That was Great laughs on that one, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please tell a friend and spread the word. If you have comments, questions, or even a suggestion for a show topic, or just want to reach out, hit us up on social media. If you're on YouTube, comment below on Instagram at related views or email us at relatedviews at gmail.com. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. Anything to add? That's it for me. All right. We'll see you next week. I'll talk to you.